a straw hat. In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's Silent All Blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing Up Blue, where we are recapping the Alabasta saga in the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me once again is Recap Master Matt, the second time you've been on the show. Ahoy, matey. Ahoy, matey. <laughs> All right, so we, we've just finished recording our uh, final episode for the Alabasta saga. Ah, uh, we did. And here we are now. As we normally do, we have a bit of a recap. Gonna go go through the whole whole saga uh not just the alabasta island but everything uh for season two or our season two reverse mountain uh up to alabasta it's gonna be interesting because it's last time when we did the retrospective it was it was coming from a place of trying to get me into one piece and appreciate one piece Uh uh-huh and we had just finished arlong park so now like i'm here I'm, i'm here for the ride now so it's it's something because now I'm just kind of looking at what did I like, what did I not like, but I I feel like at this point I don't need to be sold. Like I'm I'm along for the ride now. I'm I'm here to see where this ends. You're on the boat. You're setting sail. You're you're in the Grand Line. You can't leave. You can't re- reverse on Reverse Mountain. You know. Yeah. So that's that's kind of I think the 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 difference here is that instead of going from a retrospective of having gone from I don't know from if this one beast thing is going to work out to okay like I, I see how this is like lasted for a while <laughs> you see why it's lasted for like 25 plus years at this point yeah yeah well I'm excited um so I have a bit of a structure for this since last time uh I had you lead and uh it didn't work out because I kept uh <laughs> trying to take over ouch ouch no no it's because i kept trying to take over i didn't let you lead so instead of making um that mistake i'm just going to take lead again and by again i mean i will <laughs> take lead and not try to pretend that um i'm trying to get, make you know what the oh captain my captain okay i'm the i'm the captain of this ship <laughs> all right look at me i'm the captain now uh but no i have i have a because we have so many good arcs and a lot of them are small i have i have a structure i have a structure plans we're going to go arc by arc and talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> okay, that was what I was planning on doing anyway. Ex- see, we're on the same page then. Um, are you ready? Are you ready to jump right into this? Or do you want to... Do you have other things you want to say before we start jumping into Reverse Mountain specifically? I think I, think I kind of want to get into Reverse Mountain because I think while talking about Reverse Mountain, we can kind of set the stage for the differences going into... Um, kind of this whole saga versus the East Blue saga, because I do feel like from the get-go with Reverse Mountain, we have a different feel. Because as soon as we get to Reverse Mountain, um, we find Team Rocket, um, Mr. Nine, and Ms. Wednesday, who ends up being a much more important character later on. Very, very you know, you just know. a slightly important character. A little. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I think in the end the character doesn't matter as much. But yeah, <sighs> that that hurts me. <laughs> that hurts me. <laughs> I am just here to cause you pain. Ha- hashtag Team VV. From the beginning of <laughs> of this whole saga, mm-hmm. our wh- whatever we're fighting against is always Baroque Works agents, except with the, with the single exception of uh, Drum Island. It's always we're in a place and there are problem. And like, there's a problem with the place, but those problems are being caused by the Baroque Works agents, or they're hampering dealing with it. So, like for this, we have Crocus and the whale, uh, and the the whale, the whale. Yeah, you mean Laboon? Yeah, Laboon the whale. You. So I I don't know if you're aware of this, Matt, because I I know you're not. Um, The Reverse Mountain arc is also called the Laboon arc. Okay. Uh, more people call this like like people are like oh yeah reverse mountain is the location the arc is the laboon arc the the arc with laboon you mean the the best boy give that goddamn whale respect <laughs> we've only ever referred to it as reverse mountain so it's why I kind yeah of, because we're we're an educational podcast we are 
we we will soon be an award-winning science podcast we'll be we'll be an award-winning anime and manga podcast but i i cannot stress to you yeah that the most important character uh, as you've alluded to for who like becomes an important character down the line is laboon obviously i was gonna say crocus but okay that too (laughs) 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 and and miss wednesday and mr not really everybody honestly <laughs> Everyone becomes I, important. Mr. Nine, so important. He definitely lives for a long time. So I, I think an interesting piece here is like how much lore we get dumped with uh things like the log pose and how the grand line works. Yeah. Really, this is where we we learn about like about how why having a navigator like Nami is so incredibly important for the grand line. It, especially like with Nami's level skill, right? Like Nami is yeah. like above and beyond normal navigators. But this is definitely arc and I'm going to uh cover like each bullet point real quick as we learned more about the grand line in terms of like we learned like the comm belt, which is why like you can't just go yeah. from like east blue straight into the grand line or like why you everyone has to go up reverse mountain. Yeah. Because of the combat being full of dangerous sea kings and there's also no wind or motion, right? Like you can't unless you are going to paddle across, you can't you can't sail, which there's like a a real a real thing um, that's like that that's like taken from Um, like there's the trade winds and there's um, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it's um, climatological zone over the ocean where there's low winds um, that I feel like the comm belt is a reference to like historic sailing zone, the doldrums, the doldrums is what I'm thinking of. No, like there's a real life thing that the comm belt is referencing. There's a, yeah, there's a real life thing called the doldrums and the comm belt is a reference to it. And it's where being down in the, like being down in the doldrums is like an expression for it. Uh, But it's like, it was a very real sailing problem. Um, back in like pirate days i would imagine so especially like you know since you don't have like a motorboat <laughs> to, to propel you forward maybe you got some row rowers but <laughs> like the, the the quote trade winds were, were areas where you had think almost like a grand line where like you have a, uh, a prevailing wind going one direction that pushes you that way just like normally that's just like the normal prevailing area yeah and then kind of between those area was this area called the doldrums where there wasn't that kind of uh climatological phenomenon i'm pretty sure i'm say i that's correct i may be wrong and just like sit nautical people read me out on twitter at xander yeah um, i mean it, it sounds yeah. right to me but i honestly don't know and i'm not gonna google it at this time but i believe it anyway the uh, the combat always reminds me of of that and the way the One Piece world is set up reminds me of those like prevailing like area uh, winds uh, back from like old timey nautical times that were so oh, important. That's, that's very cool. See, I, I had no idea that was a thing. I learned something today. I learned through a One Piece podcast. <laughs> See, we are going to become an award winning science podcast, Matt. One day. One day. Anyway, we we learn about the log poses and how like magnets they don't fucking work. I guess <laughs> there's not enough miracles in the sea. So we we learn about log poses and how we have regular log poses that just like take you to the next island in your line, and because uh, the the grand line is kind of like almost like a spider web of islands with roots between them mm-hmm. that you need log poses to navigate eternal log poses that will always take you to a certain island we have uh laboon is still i guess best boy i don't know i i focus a lot more on crocus because crocus has the whole thing at the end where uh while he's wishing them well he said you know he says like you know a roger like the about like yeah, people taking yeah, the king of yeah. the pirates like he knows who who roger is yeah he's, he's a mysterious old creepy man at a lighthouse that takes care of a whale with a with an island and factory inside him like he has some metal bits inside laboon yeah like like laboon is part submarine maybe it's weird there was this toy back for the uh the old uh fisher price grand adventure line most people remember like the castle um and the pirate ship but there oh. was a whale yeah yeah 90s kids know what i'm talking know what the fuck i'm not <laughs> talking about um but there was also a whale that was just like laboon 
and I actually found it in the attic for my nephew to play with the other day. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, there was there was a basically like just like Laboon's like half like metal submarine whale, um, and it even looks like Laboon. So maybe it was like a One Piece I crossover because it could have been I, it could have yeah. been that time timeline could match up. It would have been the late nineties. Laboon would definitely be a Laboon would be a reference to the whale. I think I don't know. Well, I mean, Laboon's a reference to like the the Pinocchio. This is like a general. Yeah, I think it's just a general concept. But yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> we're we're kind of going in circles here, not really focused. <laughs> um, so yeah, hey, it's fine. I mean, we're we're talking about Reverse Mountain, so like. You like Crocus because, uh, like, what all about Crocus? You've already mentioned his, like, little mystery with Roger. Oh, I just feel like he seems um, important. He, se- he seems, like, lore-wise, he's important. And Reverse Mountain is this area where, at the start of the Grand Line, we get a big dump of lore that we need to carry us through, not just the, um, the Alabasta Saga, but further throughout the Grand Line. We get the name of whatever that island is at the end of the Grand Line that... Definitely my retrospective notes aren't like 30 pages down from my reverse mountain notes, making it really <laughs> annoying to go between them. And I definitely don't have like almost no retrospective notes. But yeah, there's there's some island at the end of the Grand Line. Uh, Raftail. I forgot that was mentioned, that Raftail was mentioned this early on. But it is said by Crocus, like when showing the whole routes of the Grand Line. Yeah, we give the the promise that. Ra- yeah, we give the whole promise that we're going to uh, come back for Laboon and fight him again. Uh, which at this point, I think Luffy would just freaking wreck Laboon, unless Laboon's been like super training. <laughs> Luffy fight Luffy versus Laboon. Who would win? Probably Luffy. <laughs> yeah, time skip Luffy versus Laboon. Uh, <laughs> time skip Laboon, how strong? Honestly, I think like uh Luffy currently is like we I don't think we've seen like how strong Luffy really is. Like we we like he's at the same power level throughout all this so far. And like Luffy is pretty strong. Like the people he's fighting are kind of like on feel feel kind of on par. But I also think it's mostly because like Luffy, Luffy is strong, but I also think Luffy just kind of sucks at fighting. Like in terms of like a, an actual technique, he kind of goes off the cuff, he, but he does learn, thankfully. Yeah, he's we, we see with Luffy and we'll especially see that with like going back over the crocodile fights. He's he's someone who learns over the course of the fight. The longer the fight goes, the more Luffy will learn your techniques, learn how to deal with them and figure out how to work work against you yeah he he doesn't need to train like zoro zoro needs to get stronger luffy just i don't know he just needs to become king of the pirates i guess anyway uh team rocket uh who were kind of like messing with laboon they they go to whiskey peak uh they they get the straw hats to take them to whiskey peak uh cactus island yeah let's let's talk about whiskey i i don't think it's necessary to recap every arc because anybody listening to this, our, our wonderful listeners, if this is your first episode, please uh, go back and listen to every other episode so that way you can follow along and understand our, our retrospective better. But I think just talking about like the parts of the arc we like and don't like, Matt, because we'll talk about those pieces, bits and pieces. I think that's better rather than just recapping because we've already done that. We don't need we to recap the it twice. Yeah. Yeah. No, for me, I think I think what we see with because um, it's not really like a lot of fights, like really any fight in Reverse Mountain yeah no um, to really focus on which is kind of weird for like an arc right well yeah it's also like what four chapters five chapters yeah it's it's not very long at all um but then whiskey peak has it actually if you think about it has several fights but none of them are any good <laughs> i don't know i think the luffy zero fight was fun no, that's what I would point out. Now, I think if we go back to that episode, you can hear me talk about how that's like a low point in One Piece. Oh, you don't you don't even know how cool it is. Nah, actually, it, it is. Uh, it's not a great fight, but I thought it was fun. Uh, mostly because like Nami fucking smashes them both, showing that Nami is truly uh, the strongest of the Stroll Hats. Because she's the only one who always gives Luffy damage. If we remember back during the... Uh, during the last season, I, I talked a bit about these like peanut peanut gallery fights, right? Yes. Um, where this this whole saga, we peanut gallery fight. 
no, it's it's experimentations with things that aren't peanut gallery fights. I mean, like the good thing was like at the end of Arlong Park, we got away from them, too. Uh, but those were what made like Syrup Village and Barati like not great. Uh huh. Where it was like that kind of fight style um, if for those for those fights that we're doing it. So we're experimenting away from it. I would say Whiskey Peak is failed experimentation. There's also a lot of like playing around with like angles, like especially like all like the Dutch angles with um, Zoro and like their brief chase and fight with like the whole town. Yeah, like cool sequence but, like, and like a lot of angle playing around. But it's it's clearly a very experimental arc, including the fact that we have the whole Vivi reveal and the shift from we're trying to get to Raftol the long term goal to the more short-term goal of Alabasta, which this also is where we actually start getting a whole, like, a a longer-form goal than just the island we're on, which is something that we hadn't really had before. It had always been, we want to get to the Grand Line, but that was such a nebulous goal that, you know, you could just keep going on islands forever and not feel like you're ever progressing on that until you do. Yeah, so like our terms of progression is like not only with the log posts, right, where they can change if you're on an island for a while, they change, right? We yeah. we are told about that. And this like this arc just only furthers like, hey, not only are we going to progress to the next island, but save the princess. We get a side quest. It's great. I love it. Yeah, it's it's a very we it's a very different shift. Actually, it's more like main scenario quest. <laughs> yeah, we we got we got our new MSQ. Um, <laughs> it, it gives us like an actual thing to do. It it gives us like okay, we need to go to Soul Society and save Rukia. We need to go to the Dark Tournament. We and need fight. to go to Soul Society and save Orihime. Waco Mundo to save Orihime. Uh, same thing. I I don't know. I only know the memes that every arc's the same. <laughs> one of them is Afterlife Japan. One of them is Afterlife Mexico. We we need to go through the Chunin exam. <laughs> and I would actually um the Chunin exam is about as long as this whole saga. Jeez, really? Yeah. God, that might be why I couldn't get into Naruto. That that's feels really long for one thing. A soul society is the soul. The entire soul society arc is longer than this. Jeez. But people call soul society a single arc when really, if we were to divide it up, it's a saga. You could <laughs> call it a saga, too, because um, I think that you could break it off into discrete pieces about the size of the one piece islands and like kind of assign it that way. Because we even have like a whole break where like Ichigo like takes off and has like a training arc midway through. Um, <laughs> so but this isn't the one uh, this isn't the bleach recap bleach seems wild though thousand year blood war anime coming soon um unless you're listening to this in the future which i guess how was the thousand year blood war anime was it everything we wanted it to be probably yes maybe um is boruto still going on probably (laughs) yeah so we whiskey peak i like i don't think any of the fights are well drawn i don't like really like the the character whiplash from people going from good to bad is so weird that it while it is like a turning point for the series and like to a good direction because it it did kind of seem like with reverse mountain like we had a goal but we didn't have anything to really do between now and that goal now we do and i do think that that's important that was important um the it we had to hit kind of like a low point to get up there. We we got the change, but it was just a little messy in execution, right? Like yeah. it was a little it was a little quick. I mean, if if it try if they try to drew in to make it like a natural turn, right? Like take their time with it. it I, I'd rather this. <laughs> this is also like something that I was kind of curious about with the during the East Blue Saga was like aside from Buggy, Luffy was really like the only person with a devil fruit. And then we, and you know, outside uh, Logtown, uh, Logtown, all that stuff. Um, yeah, we're we're getting like more Devil Fruit users, right? Like we get to see yeah. like why the Grand Line is so dangerous. Whiskey Peak, we just run into like three Devil Fruit users. It's kind of crazy that we're all Broke Works agents. Yeah, it's it Broke Works is like Devil Fruit users. They're they're bad. Like we have all that because um, we run into Mister um, Five, Ms. Uh, whoever had the kilo kilo fruit, I can't remember her name. 
She doesn't matter. <laughs> Mr. Five is just explosive booger man too. Like he whatever. Uh but and Robin. Uh, Miss Miss Wednesday, by the way. Miss Wednesday. Yeah. What was Vivi then? I thought Vivi was Miss Wednesday. Oh no, no, Vivi was Miss Wednesday. I'm so sorry. No, it's Miss Monday. That's, that's uh, why it's an it's just a day. Okay, she's, like, she's still because there. like okay. we got Vivi was Miss Wednesday and then this was Miss Monday and then it started becoming holidays. It's it's why yeah. like those two really like I kind of forget Miss when like Miss Monday. But well, Robin was all Sunday. Yeah, but that's like all Sunday. Like yeah. every Sunday is Robin. Robin is every Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday is Robin Day. Yeah. Um, but then after that, everyone starts getting holidays. Um, yeah. What happened to Friday? <laughs> Did they get down? No, Friday was the unluckies. Remember, 13 and Friday. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Which are, uh, yeah, that also raises the question of what the hell were the unluckies? Um, were they were they Zoan Devil Fruits or not? Which we also got Zoan Devil Fruit uh, as a thing. No, I think they're just uh, a bird and otter. Straight up. They're just it, animals. Just, just straight up bird and otter. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, we've seen smart animals already. So we, we go from there to Little Garden. Um which was was pretty important, I think, in terms of like Usopp development. Yeah. But we, we run into um, and like giving him kind of a goal. We see the giants and we see like the grand line is is weird. We have this whole like, you know, it's like land of the lost type, like dinosaurs and shit. Dinosaurs and shit. <laughs> dinosaurs and shit. Um, we get to meet Dorian Brogy. Yeah. Giant, the giant fucking Vikings giant they're so good yeah we we see that even though like these guys are super huge we still have an issue with like devil fruit users just fuck people up yeah <laughs> we have mr three show up who's like incredibly versatile with his power like he's able to make a mech out of his power he makes a mech he makes a giant candelabra that like spins and cat you know puts people into turns people into wax statues or covers and makes them yeah covers them up suffocates them really br- fucking brutal honestly like mr three has clearly has done this before and that's like a pretty fucking brutal way to kill people yeah like mr three's a true criminal <laughs> he's done murders <laughs> well we had mr nine die back in whiskey peak too which was also like i feel like that gets glossed over that vivi's partner just straight up fucking died <laughs> Or did he die? He at least gets fucking he gets booger exploded and we don't really see him again. Yeah, I don't I don't I until until we see on screen deaths, assume the death is temporary, as we have seen with Pell and Ingram. Yeah, and Ingram, you know, he you know, part of the whole thing is like we try to have this whole like heavy weight at the at the end of Whiskey Peak with Ingram's death as like a man, we really want to fight these broke works guys. They killed the guy who was like a couple hours ago trying to kill us uh with a fucking saxophone but you know he was actually kind of cool yeah he was kind of cool it was just kind of he was jazzy yeah jazzy (laughs) i i also just like have a thing for those like um musical instrument weapon things um i blame a childhood playing too much bad and kinos on the gamecube but yeah (laughs) the whiskey with uh little garden is kind of weird in that it really only has a luffy fight what are you talking about? You have a Dorian Broggy fight. I, I'm, you know, I'm not counting that. You know why I'm not counting that. Get out, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, in terms of straw hat fights, no, I, I think we have a we have a Sanji fight with the the unluckies for a bit. Well, like to me, that's just like um, he he does, he does a kick. He he does, yeah, he does a kick. Get, like, but that's a like fighting. Fight. Yeah, it's like it's like when they fight the sea monsters for food on the way. Like it's it's just yeah. like people show off their power, but not like. It's not a fight. Yeah, Luffy gets the the good Mister uh, Mister Three fight. Yeah, and I I think it's not a bad fight. Like it's better than the stuff that we saw in Whiskey Peak. Um, but it was kind of like the consistent thing I'd felt at the end of East Blue was that I hadn't really had a good Luffy fight yet, and I wouldn't. And we definitely hadn't had. Well, we hadn't really had a great one. Yeah. We. Arlong was like good but not great and like this I'd kind of put in that good but not great especially because it's so short yeah I can see that it feels like just like a better executed um Claw Dore fight really if I had to like draw a comparison somewhere I, I would it's like a, I would yeah probably I would say it's a length. better uh Don Krieg fight 
the reason I don't say Don Krieg is because Don Krieg was just so long. Of Don a Krieg fight. sucked. Anything Don Krieg they, sucked and Claudoria sucked. So the fact that I'm comparing it, this Claudoria is like at least was fun. At least there were cat puns and shit. We got the Meowthin brothers and and that shit. What do we get with Don Krieg? Garbage. You're not you're not making a case. I just want you I, to know that. I'm making a case for for a certain uh <laughs> subsect of people who have class and humor, Matt. I'm sorry if you don't like good dad jokes and good cat puns. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry if you have Mr. Mr. 3 I think is a is a better execution of it anyway. It is. Um, I, Mr. 3 is still, a very fun fight. It's still like fine. Um but then we go on to Drum Island. Drum Island. Ugh. Where we get a lot of good fights. Yeah, Drum Island has, has a lot of good fights. It has a lot of good character moments. And I would say, like, I probably... And we can kind of look back at our recording schedule and look at this, too. I'd say maybe even neither of us were really feeling the beginning of the Alabasta Saga with those arc, with those chapters. But yeah. Drum Island for me drum island was slaps. where yeah drum island slapped that's really it that's really it. It's like drum <laughs> yeah. island i think i said it in my drum island in the drum island retrospective when we did it too was drum island i think is our long park tier um in terms of how good it is as an island um just like a self-contained island arc and to me that's actually where i felt like we got our first great luffy fight um, the fight against uh, Chess Marimo with Chopper is like fine. It's more to show off Chopper's powers than it is to be like a real fight. Yeah, it shows but, like, oh man, we got like a um, like a multi variety fighter. Yeah, we have we have like a, we have we continue the whole trend of sad backstories. Um, <laughs> with Chopper having just the absolute saddest backstory. But we also still got like a fair bit of lore with like all like the banditry and pirates and how we have all these kingdoms and the world government. Um, and that's really a big thing is like coming into the world government, um, figuring out what that place is like. Yeah. Um, like Vivi's interaction with the rulers of other kingdoms being uh, like being the princess of Alabasta. And just like how people don't respect her dad. There's like there's a reason that Alabasta is in trouble. And that's because it's perceived by others as being once strong, but now weak. And it's just ripe for the picking. On the flip side, Drum Island had the same problem where pirates took it over. Or where pirates came through and broke it. We also see things like black yeah. yeah yeah pirates came through and kicked waffles ass for a hot second and fucking left and everything was like uh yeah. better because you know waffle gone yeah but not great but not great because there's no doctors yeah there's no doctors you just have curryha who while being like the best grandma which curryha is oh she's so fucking dope man she got funky grandma flame pants and like a flame jacket so you know she's cool yeah it's like a hundred something years old like I think what 139? Yeah, something like that. Doesn't look a, doesn't look a day over 140. Um, <laughs> doesn't look a day over 140. She's younger than that. <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> she, exactly, she doesn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's. But no, she's great. She's got that. She's got that cool grandma energy. She's she's good, but like she can't be the doc, the single doctor for a whole island. Um, I want to know Kuraha's like deal because we we don't know. Like she drops probably like the biggest thing. Which you would say is she's the one who mentions the the will of D for the first time in the series. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing. It's like we have all these old people at the end of the islands dropping these weird lore hints. Yeah. Um, like what man, what what do all these old geezers fucking know? Why do they have to be so cryptic? Yeah. Like why aren't they? Also, why Luffy? were there two old doctors? Because that really messes. <laughs> Because that really That's messes true. with my what? whole theory that Cro that it messes with my whole theory that Crocus and Kureha are members of uh, Roger's crew if they're both doctors, and that Luffy's like assembling a similar crew. It whole it messes with that whole theory unless Kureha did other things besides medicine, or Crocus did things besides medicine. We'll have to find out. 
now won't maybe win. crocus was secretly the navigator um and that's why he knows about the law he knows so much about log poses anyway because it's not like nami hasn't done like first aid before anyway drum island though is like really really good in terms of all of its character moments um the growth of chopper the best boy especially like hero Luke, yeah who who was a character from the start like who's been dead the entire arc yeah he's been dead the entire arc. we o- we only see them through flashbacks and memories of other characters and even in those memories we get so much god i love hero Luke. i love him his his quote his final like his final words ah i love that quote i love it so much his, his whole thing when like they're like basically like all gonna shoot him he's just like fuck y'all yeah yeah he's like he's about to go and he's like when do you think people die when they're shot in the heart no when they're ravaged by an uncurable disease nah when they drink soup made from poison no it's when they're forgotten and then he fucking drinks fucking sake and gets fucking blown yeah like what a fucking champ and it shows uh, and you know he's the reason why like jolly rogers and flags are important right like that they hold more meaning than just a symbol of who it is it's a it's what they believe like a dream it's a belief it's a it's a bunch of things right it's more i do want to add on also to remember the beginning of his quote is not when does a man die it's forget it you can't kill me when does it you know when does a man die but he starts off by basically what is like a man? fuck you yeah, well, a miserable <laughs> pile of secrets um a featherless biped <laughs> with nails but it's 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 not just like the when does a man die it's the fuck you <laughs> Uh, it's the you can't kill me yeah it's it's just the big fuck you <laughs> that's so that's good. what makes him such a badass um and he takes care of our good boy chopper he gives him such a good name you know tony tony, tony chopper. Chopper. but yeah it like you were saying though like with the um with the jolly rogers about how they are very important for uh for showing you what someone believes yeah it's like so with good. luffy with the straw hat uh on the flag with the straw hat's also like the straw hat means a lot to Luffy. It's a representation of his promise to Shanks. Hero look, it's so important for the uh, Sakura petals to be on the flag. Now that Wano is over, uh, I really am that curious. Wano's not was, over. I thought Wano was over. No, we we haven't this- had the we haven't seen the title card that says end of Wano yet. Okay. So technically it's not over, but it's it's wound down unless something else happens, but we we probably only have a few more chapters. We're we're in the Vivi deciding whether she wants to stay or go part of of uh Wano, yeah. I think. That, that Yeah, we're at yeah. that point, I guess. Dating when this was recorded. But yeah. Uh I still yeah, I'm still going to like I have just a little note to myself that whenever we get to Wano, be on the lookout for any hero look references. And I have no idea if it gets referenced there or not. <laughs> Dude, I've looked and oh man, I can't wait for you to get to it. I'm not I'm not gonna confirm or deny, but whenever you brought that up like months ago, I looked and I'm like, all right, I gotta keep an eye out for this. Uh I haven't actually done that. So <laughs> <laughs> wait, so you didn't? Or did you? <laughs> not yet, but like <laughs> I like I have my mind onto it of like if anything specific pops out like blatantly where I'm like oh hey but I haven't like deep dive I haven't like looked at every panel in depth Wano's Wano's only I haven't reread Wano enough times <laughs> oh you're 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 slacking on like what's the point of you being here man oh, go fu- fuck joking. off Wano was is still I'm ongoing <laughs> fair enough fair enough <laughs> but after <How> you? <laughs> after I'm sorry I nah, don't worry <laughs> nothing below yeah. But after after Drum Island, we have Alabasta, which is we have Alabasta. It, like Alabasta, the island is the length of the Dark Tournament from Yu Hakusho. Oh, fucking sick! Which Alabasta we get the introduction of Mister Two Bond Clay. We get to become his friends. They, he he's part of the crew. No, he's not part Until- of the crew. He's a friend of the crew. No, he turns into like Luffy and Nami. That he's he's clearly the crew. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> he gets to he gets to become them at the end of it. You don't think he's like the Straw Hat? <laughs> Crazy. No, yeah, no, he's not part of the crew, but he becomes yeah, super yeah. friends. We're bros. Um, and then bro. we get to see Luffy's brother. We get to meet Ace. Yeah, Ace is a whole fucking drop thing, dude. Ace is fucking sick. He just comes in. It's like, hey man, what up, bro? And then fucking dips on a fucking like 
like a surfboard that he shoots fire into to let it go. <laughs> like what a chat. The number one thing anyone should be asking uh, about Poochie, I mean Ace, is in a scene where if Poochie isn't in the scene, they should all be asking where is Poochie. Uh, I mean Ace. I don't know, jump through holes. Which is cool surfboard. I'm thinking of like those N64 games where you have the rings. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, we have. Al- Alabasta has, I think, aside, we we don't have a lot of fights for most of it. When we get to Viva Los Rain Dance, the the fucking like Los you know, Casino Town or whatever, um, there's not really a fight between Crocodile and Vivi, and like there's not really a fight where like he captures the Straw Hats, he just like tricks them into a cage. Yeah, he's just like, hey, stand over here. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. And, like, I, I won't really count the fight against the Banana Gators as, like, really a fight. That's just, like, environmental hazard danger. No, it's a challenge. It's an obstacle. Uh, it's just an, it's an obstacle to go over. But it's, like, after that is when we get the first Luffy versus Crocodile. And it's interesting that, once again, we started out the island with a Luffy fight. Uh, but it's only the first of three fights against Crocodile. And it it was a... I, I thought it was a good fight. It has some. Cool, it has a cool moment at the end of it. Yeah, Luffy gets fucking stabbed in the gut. Yeah, that's that fight. That's that fight. And then we go on to the siege of the the capital of Alabasta, Alabarna. From there, we have all the other Straw Hat fights. And aside from the Nami fight, I thought all of those were good. Sanji versus. I, I'm not in terms of my favorite one. It's probably Sanji versus Bon Clay. Hell yeah, it better. Like, it's a good fight. Especially because it's, uh, it's kind of also our first... Um, like, we had Sanji versus Gin, but he lost that, right? And yeah. that's that's a whole... Sanji versus Gin is about more than them fighting. It's it's about other... Um, it's because Gin... Like, well, so Gin, like, helps them at the end of it. Like, it's... There's no decisive victory yeah, there. Gin, Gin had a belief. Gin, even though, like... Don Krieg is a piece of shit. He's still like, I'm going to follow my captain. Yeah. Uh, But Sanji at that point wasn't following his dream, right? He wasn't living his life. And that's why he failed the fight because he wasn't fighting for for really anything outside of just to to help. But then in Arlong Park, the next arc, we have Sanji and Solo in a two on two against Hachi and Rei. And... Well, that was a very good fight. I, I, I think I say it was my favorite fight of that arc. It, it's a two-on-two fight, which was so, which yeah. is something that I feel that One Piece has been doing better than other shonens I've read as the the team fights. I can't think of a shonen that's done team fights off hands, but I can count. I know how many. Like I can name several fights in One Piece that are good team fights. Yeah. Well, the, the problem is that it's so easy for you to like take a team fight and split it up. Or all too often what we end up getting are one versus many fights where it's several heroes versus one enemy. And that's usually where we end up. But in One Piece actually does, I think, a good job of keeping the, the two on the two on two or any group fights as group fights. Yeah, they they say group fights. They don't really split off. Yeah, like at the end of the at the end of like Hachi and Ray versus Solo and Sanjay, like they kind of split off a little, but like not not that much, but we have the good. We have the Usopp Chopper group fight against Mister Four and the Mole Woman. Who I don't know. She's Mole Woman yeah. and Lasu the dog. Which I'm just gonna fucking like go over the fact that Lasu is a gun that ate a dog fruit and not a dog that ate a gun yeah. fruit. Like how did that? Ha- how does that work? We don't know. Yeah, it's more believable to think that a dog ate a gun fruit exactly but no other way because i guess oh oh i don't know it uh, there there isn't we get an answer later on but it's it's not not for a while my guy it's not satisfying or it's just not no 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 it's satisfying um i mean granted we don't know the the we get more details but we don't know like the how yet we don't know the how but we learn a bit more and more and we see more cool stuff but that's not till like fuck man like 800s i think yeah it's post time skip yeah i i don't know if i would say if um of the straw hat fights if sanji versus bonclay is my favorite or zolo versus mr one is good 
Yeah, I, I just like the fact that we saw back on like the Sanji stuff. Is I just like the fact that we saw a good solo Sanji fight where it was like a real fight because I'd been kind of looking forward to that since Sanji joined the crew, and I didn't realize it would take us this long to see one. But it feels like the payoff was kind of worth it. Um, Very much, and I do like the fact that Bon Clay like is the only one who does get up and escape. Yeah, out of all, all of the other members, got like the fuck beaten out of them. Uh, bon, that just shows how strong Bon Clay is. Like Bon Clay really should have been number one. Shouldn't be be number well, bon two. Bon Clay also um, like it. They they do talk about how Bon Clay could have won that fight, but he didn't want to. Um, he didn't want to win that way. He didn't want to just turn into Nami and win it when he knew that he truthfully had been beaten and he would have just been taking advantage of Sanji's weakness to women uh, to win the fight. See, Bon Clay, Bon Clay's a gentleman, man. They're so good. Meanwhile, Sanji wasn't and still beats his ass on the ground anyway. <laughs> yeah, Sanji, Sanji's like, you know, fucking mobster, man. Fucking <laughs> like, stone cold. He, he, he smokes cigars. You think he's like... Think he's a good? You think he's good? No, he's he, he, he smoked he a, a sick He wax. was in a kitchen where the chefs beat up on the patrons. <laughs> I think we, I think we forget that fact that Sanji grew up in an environment of just a lot of violence. <laughs> yeah, the fighting chefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we like, we get the. We also have the. We have like a second Luffy versus uh, Crocodile fight, which that one might. Like looking back, that one might be my favorite of the three with the um uh with the water with the water jug and everything. Also, Luffy's entrance is like pretty like top tier for top tier <laughs> entrance. It's pretty good. His entrance is like uh very fun. Uh very just it's very hype, right? Yeah. because uh, he just comes flying into the fight and he's just like, I'm here. And he has a fucking weird barrel on his back with a tube. It's like, what's happening? Like, it doesn't make my top five, but that's just because there's so many good ones throughout Shonen's. But it's definitely one that, like, I think when you think of a good entrance, it's it's a good entrance. Yeah, it's a it's a um, solid. It's at least top 100. It's, it's solid. It, it would it would play on radio. <laughs> that's, that's a long top five versus top 100 is quite the gap. But well, yeah, yeah, but um, like imagine like a top 100 for a radio station. You're you're gonna see it. Yeah, it, it's gonna it's gonna show up on a pop station. Um, yeah, for sure. It'll show up on a yeah. it'll show up on a pop station. Or like easy listening stations like Golden Oldies. Golden <laughs> Oldies was playing nineties music. Um <laughs> oh, that's happening. Oh, that hurts, yeah. It's playing two thousands music. Oh no. Oh no. When when TikTok by Kesha starts playing. Oh no. Yeah, I, I think I like that one out of out of the three fights, I think it's the best, but I think all of them were good. I think my issue with the third fight is that kinda like we had the peanut gallery type fights in East Blue. In this one, what we started to have a lot of were these fights where it it tried to do the cutaway thing that they did um, with Claw Dore versus Luffy and Usopp versus Django, where like we have like the mirrored endings, um, things like that. Yeah, I feel like it, I feel like we we tried to have like this whole like cut between two different fights to show uh, things happening at the same time and increase tension. But we, we talked about it during the episode. I felt like there was too much of a tone difference between those two. It just became more going between the straw hats, cleaning up the mooks and finding the bomb and Luffy trying to have the final fight just to be kept taking me out of it more than it did enhance it. Where like I almost if we just like stapled all of the pages together that were the crocodile Luffy fight. I feel like it would have been much better. Yeah. That whole fight took a minute. <laughs> yeah. The, the, well, no, it took 90 seconds. It took 90, oh, a minute and a half. Yeah. yeah. It took, it took a little over 90 seconds because they get to 90, so they get through 90 seconds. Uh, the bomb is supposed to go off and Crocodile goes, the bomb's going to go off anyway. And then Luffy punches him into the stratosphere. Punches him through so much ground to get into the sky. Which took at least like three or four seconds. My fist will pierce the heavens. <laughs> My fist is a fist. Will pierce well, he does like spit up like a drill. Exactly. It's a uh, spiral energy. God, that's a reference. <laughs> um, yeah, it's or, or, it, it's like a long it, it's a, kind of a long form show arc. We have multiple fights against the antagonist. 
we have this like journey across this whole island, like this larger area where we explore and we see different towns and meet different people. Um, a lot more named bad guys for the crew to fight because we're also getting a larger crew. So we need more people for them to fight. And I feel like Baroque Works ended up in Alabarna being good for that, giving everyone something to do. Um, and that's the kind of thing is we're now going to need to fight more crews so that we can continue that whole everyone has fights type thing going on. So I'm, I'm interested to see how we go from there because I kind of prefer if we don't have that little garden style where it's just everyone's taken out of action for whatever reason and Luffy has to fight everyone. I don't think we we get anything like little garden but i mean luffy's the protagonist they get the most fights but i think we we could definitely get more cool fights with every character over the the course of the rest of the series yeah i thought the, i thought the end was good yeah but what what about robin throughout all of this or sorry miss all sunday <laughs> the the robin versus crocodile piece was actually really cool as well i thought where like we actually like see a little bit of a fight between them and that's part of why crocodile is so hurt going into um his third fight against luffy second that day it's like while luffy was recovering crocodile was having to fight so luffy took a 10 second nap it was also cranky because he was hungry so yeah so it it's uh, like kind of goes to the whole believability bit there um or like why why it works for that but yeah we we end up with vivi not joining the crew and robin joining the crew which is robin kind of just popping out on the ship saying hey i'm your i'm part of your crew now what's up (laughs) no she's just like i want to be a part of your crew it's not like asking she's just saying like i want to do this and so it's happening. Yeah, this is happening. Just just close your eyes. It's happening. <laughs> it's it's so good. But you only got to see their initial reactions. Uh, I held off the the chapter of like the 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 more reaction than just the facial reactions of what Nani. I mean, I know I know just from from knowledge of things from the fact that one of um, the stores I go to to play card games has a fucking statue of Robin. Um, she joins the Straw Hats. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, like, no, she like as of chapter uh, two, 17, she is she's a member of the Straw Hats. She said so. She's like, I'm I want to join your crew. Yeah. Therefore, she is. But I mean, yeah. like how like everyone just is like, OK, with her because it's all it's all breezed over in a chapter and it's wonderful. So I saved it for the start of the next saga. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Then just like a chapter of just like breezing over it. It's it's so good. It's it's so funny. It's like she she proved herself multiple times as to like how she really wasn't with Baroque Works. How like the fact that she didn't actually kill Igarim. Um, she instead yeah like her situation seems to be like she was with Crocodile for. A form of protection, right? Because she, yeah. we know that she has a huge bounty. Yeah, she's been on the run since she's a child, but Croc, and she also knew almost like an Arlong Nami situation. That that's actually a very big parallel, like Nami Arlong versus Robin and Crocodile. It they it was always going to be a situation where at the end, Crocodile was always going to turn on Robin, and that's why she had the water on her at the end. She always knew it was going to happen. Yeah, like she she knew what's up. Robin Robin's a smart cookie, man. Arlong was always going to do something to stop her from to stop Nami from leaving. Like it was always going to happen. So it they were they and they've just spent this time trying to prepare for it. So it's 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 very similar, which I think is why it's so easy to forgive Robin and let her be part of the crew, just because of how similar she her situation is to Nami's. Yeah, and and this particular brief instance because she's only been like part of team crocodile for uh, a short time in comparison throughout the rest of her life because she yeah, joined it, them it was like four years i think they said yeah so, a couple years they said yeah like only a handful of years which is still a long time but like uh robin i think is like 30 something she's like the oldest Tw- character she said like so they said like 26 26 that's so old <laughs> Yeah, 26 or 28 or something. I think when we I think 28 because I think she's like 30 yeah. post time skip. Yeah, given given the timeline that Smoker gives. Um but anyway, the I the the big other things I kind of want to go over are the fact that 
when we kind of were leaving East Blue, we had established that warlords were a certain tier. Like we had Mihawk, and Mihawk just fucked up everything that he came in contact with. Zolo yeah. <laughs> lost handily to Mihawk. Um, Luffy has now fought someone who um, supposedly is on the same tier as Mihawk, one of the warlords. So at this point, we are now at the point where our enemies are now all Mihawks. Or all of their enemies are now Luffy. Wait. But actually, no, I that's also a point is like there there are people who aren't the warlords who are kind of like the Luffy's of the Grand Line and they are running around there. Yeah. For example, Ace isn't a warlord, but Ace is very strong. Yeah. And he probably he probably could have kicked Crocodile's ass if. Yeah. He he didn't have other errands to run. Exactly. He had other errands to run. Yeah, he, was, he was trying to find and a he's, dude. And he's under other people. There's other yeah. people that Ace reports to. So, yeah, he reports to Whitebeard. Yeah. Whoever that is. Big pirate, apparently. Best grandpa. Um, yeah, someone someone who convinced Ace, Luffy's brother, to join them instead of to like join his brother. Like, what kind of a man is that? Like, must be a really good guy. Must be a fucking cool dude, maybe. I'm just wanna hype up Whitebeard for a bit. Uh and that was it. I have no idea how serious to take that or not, so I'll just go with that. I mean Whitebeard I um, think is dope. You just have to think like Luffy and Ace are brothers, right? Yeah. Why would uh, Ace not join Luffy's crew? Why would he stay with some? Why would Ace? Why would Ace Luffy's would brother Ace be under someone? Yeah why, why, yeah. why would he not have his own crew? Why would he not have like I don't know, uh, the Ace Pirates or something? Because like I don't the Spade Pirates. I don't know what he would call them. Probably Ace know. Pirates. Because I feel like uh, Ace would be egotistical. Who knows? I don't. I don't but anywho. Know. But anyway. There, there's that and i just again this is this is a transition from how early one piece was to being way more like a formulaic shonen but it's it's executing on it and i i feel like a lot of the interest in stuff today like uh kometsu no yaiba demon slayer um jutsu kaisen like a lot of the more recent shonens a lot of them haven't been like particularly unique but what they've been is they've been really good at executing on typical shonen like the the quote typical shonen and i feel like this is what one piece is doing here as well as it's what it's doing you wouldn't call unique and maybe you wouldn't call it unique because it's one piece doing it (laughs) that's that's always gonna be a hard that's always gonna be a hard thing with that with something like that to separate yeah because like i can't even go like oh yeah at the time because like i wasn't reading a bunch of different stuff when one piece was airing right like my experience with one piece for the longest time was the anime until i started yeah. reading the manga in like high school is when i started reading it but i didn't start doing like the the what i've been doing it wasn't until like 22 when i started like reading and then rereading and being like oh fuck one piece is good but by the time i was 20 right there was like the time skip didn't happen by the time i was 22 that didn't the time skip wasn't there yet that's how long one piece has been going on so the things that made me go like but then you look at other stuff and you look at like dragon ball or jojo's bizarre adventure like yeah um, if stardust crusaders i in this (laughs) this TED talk talk, i I will will, how stardust crusaders is pos i would argue is the most um influential on shonen of any manga but that's neither oh, here nor there i mean i i would agree it's it's really hard to say it's really hard to say um you know is is tolk is lord of the rings just well executed fantasy a well executed trophy fantasy or is it its own thing i would actually say we look at a lot of of generic quote generic fantasy that's out there that people would call generic it's very different from Lord of the Rings, which is doing its own journey thing. Um, like in, in, in a way that I think others don't do a good job of even coming close to copying. I think One Piece follows some of the, the, the templates a little bit closer than some others, but I think it executes very, it's been executing very well on that so far, at least especially during like 
this this whole like drum island alabasta period mm-hmm. has been very good execution and again we're also seeing um where and we're in more of that formula of most enemies have some gimmick whether it's a devil fruit or some other power um like ms golden week yeah well okay so can we can we step aside to this so like uh, uh, for the longest time golden week how go, devil fruit or not golden week devil fruit or not gold miss golden week does not have a devil fruit confirmed not a devil fruit user and that blows my fucking mind because literally for years until we recorded that episode and i had to look it up because i think we were discussing it then because like no she just is she just has she's just the django but with paint she's just good with colors yeah she she is really good with colors and that makes us think because the the our special came out with um tyler uh one of the hosts of piecemeal another one piece podcast uh they're great go listen to them but that special came out listeners i hope you have listened to it, it we cover the the alternate pilot of what one piece is beta piece um the alternate romance dawn uh where we learned that sorcery is a thing like magic is just a thing and we haven't seen that in current one piece but like is do Django and miss golden week like the remnants of that like is that like sorcery and we should like put a pin in it because it like there could be other things that could be explained with magic versus anything else because there's some things that i'm like these two things we know of devil fruits and another thing that hasn't been introduced yet and i will not say it here and i know you know matt i know you know the word but i'm not gonna say it uh, 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 pocky yes the delicious snack um yeah that doesn't get explained by either of the two things and i'm like could it be sorcery like is otis secretly having sorcery slide in and we should just assume but i don't know miss Gold, uh, miss golden we are it blows my mind that she has this like ability with paint Look, she's just really good with colors. She's really good. She's the best at color theory. The best at colors. Um, but I think it's like it's important going back to the early reference about Stardust Crusaders. Um, enemy, uh, enemy group of the fight with some special power, and the fight is almost a puzzle to figure out how to deal with them. This was something that Naruto was very. Naruto and Bleach were both very good at executing on. Uh, which was part of their popularity and i would say this is also um one puzzle fight yeah the puzzle fight one piece isn't as much of a puzzle fight but it is still i feel like we're on the track to getting there um but it's still at least more maybe more it's maybe more dragon ball-y in terms of like they have abilities but it's still a fight um so i'd I'd more compare it to dragon ball but we're we're straying into that weird territory between them. Yeah, because like the the puzzle is how do I use my power set to to overcome this weird challenge? Yeah, and the challenge can be either presented somewhat like a puzzle, like with crocodiles. Puzzle was how do I hit them, and that's oh yeah. wet get crocodile wet. Cool. How do we do that? Ah, water. Ah, I'll just use my own blood. I'll use their own blood. I made yeah. them bleed their own blood. <laughs> No one makes me bleed my own blood, man. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm disappointed that Crocodile never said that cliched line. But at the same time, I'm also glad because then I don't know if I would respect Crocodile if those words came out of out of his mouth. Because that's what like punks say. Yeah, it's. I, I feel like we're just executing on that well, and I know oh, I've yeah, said that a absolutely. few times, but that's that's how I feel right now as to why like maybe One Piece has this kind of grabbing power is it's just executing well on this. And I'm interested to see where it goes and how it navigates its own way. Yeah. And as you mentioned before, like with Whiskey Peak, you mentioned how Oda was experimenting. And that's like the one yeah. thing I constantly kept re- uh, uh, like harking on. And our first season with East Blue was how much like Oda does experiment. And like sometimes it, it works well. Most of the time, like we we get the suffer the rough parts, which is typically Oda experimenting with something or trying out something. And sometimes it works well, sometimes it doesn't. But the stuff that does work well, he improves on it and we get to see like a good execution of it. Yeah, like I'd argue that Drum Island was an evolution of Arlong Park. Yeah. And I, I kind of thought that when we were done with Arlong Park that we had 
settled into the formula, especially because what I'd heard from people was Arlong Park is One Piece. One most of One Piece is Arlong Park again, and then from Rogue from from Rogue Town all the way on to like Little Garden, it wasn't that again. But now Drum Island and Alabasta have both kind of been that again, but like while still being their own thing, but they follow a certain formula. They're they're a little more locked in. No, no. So when people say like One Piece is Arlong Park, it's that every time we get the Arlong Park like arc, it starts back at Romance Dawn. So after Arlong Park is Lobe Town. <laughs> that's Romance Dawn. Um, Whiskey Peak is Syrup Village. Um, Drum Island is is Orange Barati. Oh yeah, drama. Yeah, Barati. I was gonna say, oh, yeah, it's Little Garden. Drum, is drum Island style. is way more Barati uh, in terms of we get yeah, a drum cool Island grooming. is Barati. Yeah, it just repeats. We're in a cycle. Eisen will never break the illusion. No, please don't say that we're going to some place that's like Romance Dawn after. All right, we're going Alabaster. to Romance Dawn, baby. <laughs> uh, no, we're no. going to Jaya, my guy. Why? Why did you kill my hype? dude we get to meet Rob. we get to have a cool fun bit with robin what do you mean it's honestly great remember romance on good fucking chapter what do you like you you don't want good fucking chapters it only gets better (laughs) that means i have to deal with like a whiskey peak or a syrup village again but not every every arc is different some stuff is like has like similar themes and stuff just pop up which like i mean we have the main theme of one piece which is like uh kick ass chew bubblegum find the find the one piece treasure um and then like you know every is is that the main theme of one piece i i thought it was i thought it was like follow your dreams no nah, that's like the that's like the heartwarming message follow your dreams friendship victory no, I, I i mean i mean there we like there's a lot of themes of one piece some that are pretty dark yeah, I say dark, but can touch on some dark stuff. Uh, typically, like a lot of pol- political themes, which are fun, uh, and that a lot of yeah. the fan base tends to ignore or pretend doesn't exist. And it's like how the world government is oppressive. Overthrow it. Sorry, what? Um, <laughs> we should. We they should fuck the world government. What have they done? I don't know. Have a really shitty military with a rat face allowing Arlong Park to do his shit. Trash. Uh, they put a wanted poster on Robin. How dare they? Robin's great. Now I'm kind of curious as to how we repeat. Yeah, it's just like what what things repeat and what things improve on. Because every arc is just a better version of what's happened before and more expansive and more fun. Yeah, so like I guess after this, kind of like other shonens, they their arcs kept getting longer. So now I'm I know that One Piece its sagas get longer and longer as well. Um, I I have no idea how we're dealing with Dressrosa whenever we get there. Oh, uh, but that's your job well, to figure Dr- it out. Dress Rosa is a hundred chapters, but that's not the that's not the saga. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's that's for you to have to deal with and plan out. Um, <laughs> that is for me to have to deal any with. Any final thoughts from you? Um, final thoughts for me are Alabaster is fun. I like it. Uh, it's not my favorite saga. It's not my favorite like arc. Drum Island is the only highlight for me out of all of it. And really, it's just the bits with Chopper. Everything else, I'm like, ah, ah, it's kind of boring. Um, but this is coming from someone who has not only reread all this stuff, but has reread enough to where I'm like, the, the Alabasta arc bores me more than Skypea. And I, I think I might have made myself clear. I'm not the biggest fan of Skypea. I think Skypea has a lot of cool shit in it, but I don't like it as an arc. And we'll go over it. I love Jaya. Jaya, I find super fun. Skypea, I'm just like, come on. So I can much. see how on, so especially good. for how kind of tropey it is. Like I can see how um, Alabasta can get kind of boring on rereads. So I'm, I am interested then to see what you like better than this that we that we get to later. Yeah, I, I like the things I like about. So like I say, I hate Skypea, and it's literally just because the anime just I didn't do it for me. Same with it's the reason I also don't like Dress Rosa is because uh, my first experience with it was anime, and that's unfair. But at, like Skypea, like I I don't hate Skypea. Um, 
I actually like there's a lot of stuff I like. Well, I'm not talking about Skype. I mean, like the things that you said you liked better than Alabasta. There are things you liked better than Alabasta. So like in Drum Island. No, no. uh, Sagas you liked better. Um, Oh, yeah. Like I I like East Boo way better than Alabasta. Alabasta is my least favorite. (laughs) The Sky Island saga, the Skypea saga, however we want to call it, um, is my second least favorite. And then all the rest are just kind of like on par because most of them tend to blend in with each other. Like everything after time skip feels like one thing to me. It's hard for me to separate them mentally, but mostly because they're the least things I've reread, especially in separation. Because like I've reread just the Water 7 arc, which is the arc after or which is the saga after uh, the Sky Islands one that we're about to hit. I've reread that one in isolation. Same with other ones. I have heard good things about that one. It's good. So like it's good. There's a there's a reason I reread it. We're going to have to get there. We we will soon. In I mean, in 100 chapters, less than 100 chapters. Sky, uh, the Sky Island in like the whole saga ends at 302. So it's only. Um, it's only a Chunin uh, exam away. Yeah, it's only like a Chunin exam away. Yeah, it's like what? uh 80 something chapters give or take mostly give yeah was what what kind of when i was looking up to see how long the soul society arc was in bleach what threw me was i didn't realize how long it took for them to get to the soul society arc it took them like 70 chapters to get to the start of the soul society arc and they just kind of like bum rushed through that in the anime (laughs) the anime is like here's like 10 episodes and now it's we're in the soul society you're like whoa it's a little bit longer than that but yeah it they they went they go through it really fast i was i was just surprised by that yeah that's it's interesting that it's not going to be like as long as the alabasta saga so no um i mean skypea is just as long as alabasta in terms of numbers i think because it's the bulk of it i think it's like well, 70 uh, well, chapters I'm, or something but when i'm saying alabasta, i'm talking about our whole saga here oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah alabasta itself is only like 60 chapters i guess uh with alabasta in our rear view we're going to set scale for Jaya. Jaya. That is the next island in the next arc, which we gave the uh, reading assignments for uh, the last chapter. I'm going to reiterate them. So your homework assignment, Matt, on top of everybody else, if you have not already re- already read it, go ahead and reread these chapters, which is chapters 218 to 225. Let's set sail. Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas.